and welcome to the Let's Talk Autism and Additional Needs podcast. I'm Michelle Davey and this is my co-host. Hi, it's Christelle here, guys. Hello, Christelle. How are you? Howdy, partner. I'm good, I'm good. How's things going with you? All good here in London. How's it London going there? Town. <laughs> How's I it see, going over there I see in the countryside? The teachers, I know, I see that the teachers were revolting in the streets of London town. I was watching it on TikTok. They look like they're having a great time. I know, Christelle. We're going <laughs> to fight for our rights. No, they were proper like singing and everything. And I was like, these are the people teaching our children. We love it. <laughs> Go on the unions. <laughs> oh, no. So this episode, Christelle, who have we got on? Who is coming on for this amazing okay. episode? So we have a very special guest. Mm-hmm. Um some of our regular listeners will be very familiar with her. She has right. been on the show all the time. Okay. Uh, but not usually as a guest. She's usually a host. So it is with great pleasure for me to introduce to you my bestie, my crazy co-host. <laughs> her name is Michelle Davy. Oh, hello. What a wonderful, wonderful introduction to oh, the Let's you. Talk Autism and Additional Needs podcast. Thank you thank so you. much. So welcome, Mish. Oh, you're on the, the different side today. You're on the hot seat. I know. I feel like I need to, like, I don't know, switch the camera view or something. So that I feel yeah. like I've been interviewed. You must be so nervous. I know. You must be so nervous. <laughs> yeah, I am a little bit nervous, actually. I'm not going to lie. Don't cause... be nervous. I'm very friendly. Just see it as a talk amongst friends. <laughs> talk amongst friends. It's kind of like we've already said this a hundred million times before. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you might be wondering what is going on. Why is Michelle on the hot seat? So, Michelle, why don't you let everybody know what is going on with you? Well, this is, Christelle, the episode I said that I would never do isn't it <laughs> because yeah she did she said I'm never going to do I'm never going to talk about this I'm not no no and here we are <laughs> so I was diagnosed with ADHD which I think kind of you and I have spoke about plenty of times over the years um yes, yes we have <laughs> and I don't know Chris I think yeah it's a funny one to talk about, isn't it? Because it's time, isn't it? It's time for you to talk about it's it. It's time to talk. I think it's just because we haven't got a guest this week and you just want me to talk about it. That's not true, by the way. <laughs> but I don't know, Chris. It's a funny one because I do feel a little bit awkward about it, to be honest, sometimes. Why? Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't. And I want to tell people about it because, you know, like many guests that we've had on, it kind of gave me a little bit of a sense of identity, made me realise why some of the ways I've acted throughout my life yeah I've got a reason for it do you know what I mean not a reason I do, yeah. not an excuse but it makes sense it. <laughs> it makes sense it makes sense to you now yeah it does and I mean I think as well I think there's so much where and I'm still seeing it now as a teacher don't you know that um you know not as much at the school I'm working at but I think when you see people with ADHD depicted on social media or on films or something like that or you just hear that it's this kind of naughty boy syndrome isn't it like oh yeah it's just naughty boys that have ADHD um and as we've gone through this podcast journey together and we spoke to people with ADHD um the more it's been apparent that that is not ADHD um, I mean, you know, you've got the two sort of strands with the inattentiveness and the sort of hyperactiveness. And I know as, as I've gone through life, 
you being one of them, have always commented on how ridiculously hyper I've always been since yes. we were at school. In school, yeah. And I don't know. I think back to school and through the diagnosis process, I had to actually give over my reports. Luckily, mum kept them. And when I read some of the reports, obviously, I wasn't like naughty at school as such. I wasn't. I just. Mischievous. I wouldn't say naughty. Mischievous, maybe. Full of character. And, you know, I would call out quite a lot, I suppose. That was one of the things I remember getting sent out for calling out quite a lot. And talking, talking a lot. Talking, yeah. a, hell of talking a, lot. a lot. But it was something I just can't control. Like, if I want to talk, do you remember when we used to do those hideous sponsored silences? Oh my gosh, yeah. It must have been torture for you. It was. I remember Mr. Daly just saying, just bring in the money. Don't even bother trying. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. Because <laughs> he just knew that I was going to fail at the first hurdle there. And yeah. like some of my school reports were like, one teacher in question, Mr. Quartermain. Yeah, we remember you. Our favourite. Yeah, Harrist. He um he actually got Christelle into huge trouble, didn't he, Chris? Because you you had pink hair. Yeah, red, red hair. Same as another girl in the school at the time. Only difference was I was black and she was white. Yep. Yeah. That was it. 100%. That was it. Yep. And uh, but that teacher as well uh, said on my that's report. An, that's, that's another podcast entirely. <laughs> that is another <laughs> podcast. We see you, Mister Q. We see you. But that <laughs> that teacher wrote on my report that I was too talkative, too cheerful, and too happy. <laughs> I mean, for someone to write on a report, this child is too cheerful. Kind of really say something about them. <laughs> An overwhelming member of the class came up a lot as well. Uh, I would have said I was overwhelming. I was saying I would say I was outspoken, but you know, I think I don't know. I don't know. This is where I am. I have it now, and I feel better for it. And it's been a journey. And I think what people don't realise is there's so many different aspects of ADHD. It's not just being hyperactive. Mm. It's not just talking loads. And I think sometimes when you meet someone who has ADHD, you think, oh, they're great fun. Like they've got loads of energy, <laughs> which mm. I have. I've never really slept, as you know. Um, yeah. And, you know, I was always up really early. My mum got me into early morning swimming. So I was in the pool yeah. at like half five I when I, yeah. mm-hmm. every morning I went to in the swimming pool just to burn off some energy. And I went at night as well. I did every sports club going and I just still had this ridiculous amount of energy, um, which is great. So these are all positives. But I think when it's when it sort of there was a realization was when you saw the things that maybe weren't so positive with people with ADHD is this kind of there's so many other only other strands to it which they were the things that resonated with me and I thought wow that is me like overthinking situations to the extreme that I become obsessed with feeling like I'd upset somebody. But did you also feel like that in school? Because I feel like in school, I feel like you've always been like an overachiever. Like if you go for something, you like really go for it. But then I also feel like when you have your down moments, then you'd be like really hard on yourself. Yeah, yeah, I have always been like that. It's like everything comes crashing down. So if I didn't, achieve something it felt like the end of the world you literally that's how you acted yeah yeah like 
if I don't know, I'd have to really build myself up to something. That's why I told you so many times at the award ceremony, we're not going to win it. We're not going to win it. We're not going to win it. Because <laughs> if I had told myself I was going to win it at that point, and even Christelle, just before they called our names, I was like, it's not us. It's not us like that. And because I knew that if I didn't win it at that point and I have to win things, that I would have been unbearable. It would have really but, got to me. But then when you did realise that we'd got it, <laughs> At that point, she, because obviously we've, we've said the story loads of times, but I was stuck in traffic. Oh. And like, it, this was like towards when the award ceremony was about to stop. We realised, OK, we've actually we've actually won the award. She kept calling me. I think we've done it. I think, I think, Chris, I think we've done it. <laughs> she was making me nervous. I was like, me, stop calling me. You're, you're making me, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's that it's that as well. And it's like if I get and this is what I've, you know, learned more about is these hyper focuses, like how many different business ideas have I thrown at you over the years? And I get so like on the topic or a hobby and I just can't let go like mm. until and then one one day I'll just wake up and think, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. And it's just completely gone. Yeah. And it's like, oh, where did that go? But I think like, yeah, I could have had some reckless sort of times throughout my life I have mm. and that might be to do with my emotions um and behaviors throughout the years that you know and being quite reckless and things that worried my parents and yeah it was when I was speaking to certain people uh you know like when I was speaking to people about mental health and things like that that quite a few people said to me um you know we think you have ADHD and these were like therapists and professionals it's funny that other people picked up on it but in, in school I don't think no one picked up on it no I know I mean it was just that wasn't it overwhelming and talk too mm. much and you remember I used to really hate remember there was two teachers that used to always do it and they would make me stand up because I was rocking on a chair or shuffling on my chair and I remember do you remember in science we used to have those high tables those benches and this teacher a couple of times he did it made me stand for the lesson and took the chair away because he said I was fidgeting on my chair and I just couldn't but I couldn't help it and I remember my legs hurting me because I had been swimming that day and that's when I was starting to feel an aching and yeah. I had to stand up for double science because yeah because mm. basically I was fidgeting yeah but I would never do that now like if I saw right. a child fidgeting in class I would not say oh get up you're not having a chair because you're yeah. fidgeting do you know what I mean which I'm I'm glad that these things have changed uh in the most part yeah. um, I guess it's, it's the not knowing isn't it people thinking that they're doing the right thing when it's causing more harm than good yeah and I think you know in to degree that we all do mask those behaviors and I think you know I can see that in certain children that they're masking these behaviors quite a lot because as, as when we speak to all guests they're trying to to fit in okay like and now that I'm older and I don't feel embarrassed because I've always done like crazy noises and things like that you know? mm. and I just think oh well just let it all out now and when I teach I just let it all out and that's it (laughs) yeah (laughs) I don't know I can't think it's made me feel at peace with myself and I had to go through this sort of diagnosis process and yeah it's kind of helped like I wasn't going to do it I know but I'm proud of you I'm proud that you've done it yeah and I think I think it has helped because also as my mum said as you get older and bodies change 
okay yes women get older a sudden age you know and that's <laughs> a hormone fueled time what if you react a different way because actually giving somebody with adhd antidepressants or saying oh do cognitive behavior therapy is not the thing because the brain is different mm, just right. me. yeah so to then you know say oh do this cause of it's not going to help and if i really need help at that point to have an adhd diagnosis i'm going to get the right type of help to you know assist with with whatever i'm feeling at that time if my emotions are kind of all over the show and things like that which could happen to any woman around that age as we get older so i think i think yeah it was my mum and dad who actually just said you know just go for it do you know what i mean just go for it and also having children that have additional needs helps it has helped understand yeah. them a little bit more no i'm not autistic. and obviously as you mentioned in every episode your teacher I guess it's helpful for you to also recognize certain things in some students as well yeah definitely I mean I did I did do assembly on it actually and I wasn't going to just like wasn't going to do this podcast but there were certain children that you know they were struggling with that and yeah and it was nice just to be able to talk about it and actually say you know I'm a grown-up and this is what's happened and, you know, I'm feeling confident to share that with you now. And it was really nice. And I really hope that does that does help um, because there are those sort of like elements of feeling like, I don't know, it's like an imposter syndrome that, you know, and I've read about this quite a lot. Mm, and that's yeah. what I feel as well. Like if, say, I was talking to someone, and I'm okay with you because obviously I've known you all my life. You've always been stuck with me. But, you know, but <laughs> even certain things, like if I spoke to someone, say, and then, I think after, did I think I'm stupid? Like, did I, did I stand? Like, did, did I, this week is a perfect example. I led a staff meeting for the first time. Mm. And you see, after Christelle, I could not even contain it. I had to go to the gym and just get out of my system because all I kept thinking was I sounded stupid. Like, I sounded stupid. And you see, like, most people, they can brush that off. I couldn't. Like, it was just right. going round and round in my head. I looked stupid up there. I sounded stupid. The information I gave was wrong. And I knew it weren't. But I was right. just fixated on this. Do you know what I mean? So you to thought, yeah, point, let me burn some calories. Yeah, so it is what I turn to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is exercise. It's always been what I turn to. And I suppose that was from my mum and dad putting me in to the swimming from an early age. It is my way mm. of venting yeah. it out. And I suppose right. maybe that's my... I notice when I don't exercise that my whole mood and my behavior can be I can just sink really low like really low yeah or be like getting into like hobbies and things that are just so random that and it's because I'm just trying to deflect my brain into all these other different things these different areas because what's going on in my life is just stressing me out so much so yeah exercise if I don't exercise I get super stressed out so yeah thanks mom and dad for getting me up at five every morning thank you mom and dad we love you (laughs) But yeah, so do you mind discussing some of the pros, would you say, that you have experienced since having your diagnosis that maybe help, i.e., if you go to hospital? Yeah. So, yeah, this has actually surprised me. So, mm. I had a few health complications last couple of years. And since She's I've pregnant. had. <laughs> no, I'm not. Do not wish that on me. <laughs> so, since um, I have had that um, on my notes, because I this is the thing, I didn't really listen to the end of it, right? When they said that I actually had ADHD. It went until I went to the AE 
and they were like okay did you want to go and sit do you want another room and I was like oh well no I'll just wait in the waiting room and they were like well it's got that you have ADHD on your notes I went yes (laughs) really they were like did you not listen to that part and nurse was really laughing I said I must have switched off for that bit and then (laughs) she was like oh well we can offer you a like a like a side sort of room so I think basically I think they were worried that because I'd already spoke to every single person in my orbit from entering the hospital that I was just going to drive everyone absolutely mental Do you remember sure. Christelle on the bus on the 173 I just couldn't help it just anybody around me hi um I got the whole whole life story out of them or told them my whole life story that's that's another <laughs> massive thing that I've noticed right? oversharing you know me I'm a massive oversharer and then I get really paranoid about what I've overshared so you do you get paranoid and then you she'll what she'll do is she'll be like oh was that too much was that too much and I'll say to her no it's it was fine it's fine like at the award ceremony she kept saying oh what was that acting like this or was I said me she was absolutely fine the whole night she asked me but do you think it was too much or do you all the way back home literally even when we got home she'll call me she's like (laughs) No, but you think it was, I'm like, Mish, you're absolutely fine. You're okay. I did. I rang you about 17 million times, didn't I? <laughs> she does but that Christelle's all the time. Used, Christelle's used to me, so she knows She knows that this is, uh, this is who I am. But for someone else, that could be overwhelming, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, I think... Could that be a war ceremony. Remember someone asked you if you had ADHD? Yeah, someone said so that people to you. said it to me then. And I was like, oh. I've always had that. But mm. kind of just sort of like, not always, like over the past sort of five odd years, like people have said I suppose where there's more awareness oh yes. oh yeah because you have ADHD and I was like no um then I think more think I have but I kind of do you think do you think that's wrong in a way you know because obviously for example with us we have um autistic children yeah do you know sometimes you might go somewhere because you're kind of familiar how can I say you're you're familiar with your son's case I'm familiar with my son's case but sometimes you might go somewhere and you might see other people's children yeah you know and you're seeing how everyone's acting you know sometimes you might say oh I think I think that child's got um this or you know that child's got that so but I would never I would never say it because I'm thinking I am not a professional and some people just have autistic traits and you know all these things but I think for someone to like come up to you and literally just say (laughs) how do you have do you have ADHD for me that's I'm thinking wow that takes a lot of um I think it was I think maybe when they see me snatch the mic out of the presenter's hand and start hollering down it, they might have thought. <laughs> they might have thought. But do you think do you think that's wrong? Yeah, it rung alarm think, bells. Or, or you it? don't think it's that big of a deal when people kind of ask I you? I don't mind if somebody asks me about my son, because I think the way he presents is pretty obvious. Um, but I have made the mistake the other side of saying it to someone, especially when he's first diagnosed. Oh, is your son autistic too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I remember this woman like, no. <laughs> yeah. And like acting like I'd insulted her son. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so I never say it. Now what I do usually say is, and I noticed that when I took my children swimming the other day, um, and my son's in like the Send swimming group, and I started talking to one of the mums, and she was very similar to me, how we were speaking to each other. And she said to me, um, 
yeah because i've recently got an adhd diagnosis um did you know like and then i thought you're you're sizing me up you know <laughs> we're, similar, <laughs> we're similar women here and i went oh yeah and then we started speaking to her she went oh yeah i caught you there and that was quite nice yeah you know what i mean to meet someone that's kind of on your wavelength yeah 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 but yeah I know there's a few things like a few different things I think it helps I think sometimes when I do get like really like I don't know like I suppose yeah at a hospital that was that was a bit of a result being able mm. to have my own own room and not drive people mad uh and not drive <laughs> myself mad um but yeah and I think yeah it's helped I've told work and things like they know that I like to go for a walk in my lunch break because that helps me and that's always been a thing that I like to go for a walk and it does calm me down and especially if I've had like a really really like sort of pressurized morning going for a walk right. you know I'm like, I mean these are obvious things for everybody aren't they like it helps to sort of release some of that sort of um if I don't do that I feel really aggravated in the afternoon I, I feel trapped and suffocated so I have to get out of the building um and I go for a little walk in the countryside Oh, yeah. horses and then I run so, um, <laughs> but yeah no it's, I mean I feel like it's been a journey but it's the start of a journey as well yeah uh, yeah this is this well a mounting in thank you so much Michelle for coming on and sharing your story with us I'm sure it will help a lot of other people in similar situations out there listening so I am very proud of you thank you if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at the Cockney Vlog. Yeah, Hill, I will. I will. Or... Actually, I will. I'll give you a follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not me. Everyone else. Okay. <laughs> and if you'd like to follow my co-host, you can follow her at Chrissy Baby Number Ten. I need to step back into the role. It's feeling uncomfortable. Not gonna lie. What role? As main co-host. No, uh... sorry, you've been fired. <laughs> thanks everyone thanks for tuning in as Christelle as the here the deck. it's Christelle here as your host and that's my guest who Michelle. would you be if we were out in deck who would you be deck do you think I think he's more to, yeah he's more oh, chilled he's more chilled and is ADHD so maybe I would be actually. really yep we just get Ant and deck on the podcast oh you know, my it's... gosh please does anybody know Ant and deck do you know that I met Ant, but I've never met Deck. And do you remember how obsessed I used to be with them as like a kid? SMP yeah. Live. And then, so yeah, I've made it my thing that the time I'm 40, I've got to meet Deck so that I've met Okay, both of so them. we've got two girls we're, we're trying to get on this morning. And now we're trying to get Ant and Deck on the podcast. We'd yes. have a great time with Ant and Deck. I know. We need to get We'd them actually on. have a great time. Yeah, we do need to get them on. That's, yeah. that's it. That's the thing. That's it. So, Coming at you. Right. That's all, all talked <laughs> out. Gosh, you don't stop talking. All right, right, I'm going. Get out of here. All right. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. See you later.